Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. I'm so glad you're listening today. So last year, which was 2021 at this point, I walked the length of every street in my town. Um, This was a project that had occurred to me as something fun to do in 2020, but as with a lot of my projects, it took a little bit of time to figure out how to really get going on it. So I enjoyed it. I love to walk. And it gave this wonderful extra dimension of associations when I'm tooling around town in, you know, for whatever errands I'm doing. I know what's down every street, where the most beautiful flowers are, the most extensive collections of garden gnomes, and all that kind of stuff. And every once in a while, I make a dog bark. That's pretty much what happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Today's essay is about that experience. Enjoy the show! off my lawn. What images come to mind? The grumpy old man, of course. Perhaps a walking stick to shake. Thoughtless youngsters romping on a stretch of verdant grass, cut to a uniform height of 2.5 inches. In my case, there was definitely a grumpy old man, although that was the only full match. Instead of a cane, there was a wheeled recycling bin Instead of thoughtless youngsters, there was me, an overthinker, if anything, and hardly a kid. Rather than a green lawn, the two of us stood on a paved road. There are so many rules. My ambition as a neurodivergent person is to understand and follow them all, explicit and implicit. Show up on time. Stop at the stop signs. When among humans, respond to greetings with an echo, the nod, the wave, the good morning, the fine, how are you? Sometimes my rules collide, though. Why are you walking on her property? The man yelled from behind his bin. It was trash day. Several cognitive problems occurred simultaneously. I was on the street, at least two yards from the curb and front yard of the house in question. How could this be private property? Second, There was no way to echo back this greeting. Third, responding at all violated my rule not to engage with loud, angry people. Still, this was a street in my immediate neighborhood. I'd walked on it hundreds of times. It's just four houses long, split by a cross street in the middle. There's a gorgeous willow in one yard, an unusual border with scalloped bricks and white gravel edging another, some cool lawn furniture in another. At the end is a path into a public park, which was my intended destination. At that spot, the road widens out into a semicircle with a house on each side and the park entrance in the middle. I walked in the right half of the circle, just a few steps away from the track to the boathouse and the pond. There's a nice little swaying dock there where I can stand and watch the water, maybe catch sight of a swan or two. I stopped a cautious distance away from the grumpy old man, took off my headphones, and responded, I don't understand. I'm on the road. This yet led to more yelling and statements about the private property sign which sat on a fence at the back of the circle. 
Now, when I see a prop private property sign, I assume that's what private is behind the sign. That's how those signs work, right? Not according to Grumpy. This sign worked forward and sideways, applying to the stretch of road on which I was standing, roughly the right quarter of the semicircle. In order to get onto the public part of the road, I'd have to move to the center of the circle. This would bring me closer than was comfortable to the grumpy, uh, more accurately, maybe Mr. Furious, who evidently owned the house across the street and the left quarter of the circle. I stayed where I was. He revved the recycling bin, getting ready to roll it in my direction, and continued his monologue, which ended with, I could call the police and have you arrested. Feel free to do just that, sir, I said. This was an extremely uncharacteristic response from me. I put my headphones back on, upped the volume, and turned down the cross street. I'd lost my appetite for swans, but there were plenty of sights to pull me into the world, at least temporarily. The cross street has a house at the end with an interesting zen garden and a little bridge. Front lawns without fences, a lot like the neighborhoods of my youth, where the local kids played all over the yards and the streets, except for the spots where there were fences or privacy hedges. No one had ever told me to get off of a lawn. Unfortunately, I also kept rerunning the confrontation in my head. 24 years in this town, and I had never crossed words with anyone on the street. I'd given directions to lost people, chatted about the weather, admired various dogs, said good morning. I thought up brave and clever comebacks and examples and counter-arguments, but not even a life-size decapitated Santa Claus on a West Street fire escape was able to cheer me up much. I wondered if my understanding of private property signs was faulty. I considered whether I should stop walking outdoors altogether or stick to places where I was completely confident I understood the rules. And I vented to my husband, Dave, once I got home. His curiosity was piqued enough for a trip to town hall to take a look at the property lines. And he got an earful from one of the staffers there. Grumpy was correct, although with an asterisk. The public road is limited to the middle of that dead end, and the left and right quarters are private property. Because Grumpy complains and calls the cops so frequently, the town has offered at its own expense to mark the property lines with paint, or also at town expense to break up the pavement and put down sod, giving each homeowner a free front yard extension. Both homeowners have rejected these ideas. The homeowner on the right never complains or reports people who walk on her part of the street. Grumpy seems not to want to lose an excuse to unload. Sheltering behind that recycling bin like a dog barking from a window. Well, plenty of pups have done that over the course of my walks, and I lived through all of that noise. I lengthened Grumpy's ears, gave him a snout, and shrunk him to the size of a chihuahua. Today, I'll visit the swans. Thanks so much for listening. My experience with Grumpy made it a little tough to get back in the walking spirit for a few days. 
I reminded myself that I've had way worse encounters in my life um, with random humans. I've lived in a couple of big cities on my own, and I survived them even that time when a guy having some kind of episode tried to push me into traffic. But the truth is, I just do not deal well with confrontation. I tend to freeze up verbally. It's like my words really do desert me. But I've also learned over time that it's way worse to forego doing something I love because of an unpleasant or difficult experience. So what I do these days is I go home and make a plan because I love to make a plan where in which I handle an exactly similar situation completely triumphantly. And so I have that in my mind for the future should something like that arise, which it usually doesn't. So I guess my question of the day is, is do you have any strategies yourself that work dealing with somebody who you have managed to enrage completely unawares? Because this does not happen to me often, but it happens every once in a while. And I, I'm always very bad at it. Love to hear some tips. You can check out this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. And if you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.